0: Say, I'll get that, yelled McGuire's friend, Jimmy McKenna. Ah, will you? Jack taunted him. But Jimmy was already stripped down and diving off the pier. A wiry 13-year-old with a powerful stroke in the water, he grabbed the bundle just before the wake from the Greenpoint Ferry could send it floating away. They'd split the loot. It might be a wad of clothes, or some cargo toppled off a freighter. There was no telling what you'd find in the East River. Jimmy dragged the parcel up onto the rocks with effort. The boys found it was the size of a sofa cushion, and heavy, at least thirty pounds, tightly wrapped in a gaudy red and gold oilcloth. It's closed, Jimmy said, as he dripped on the rocks. The package had been expertly tied with coils of white rope, it wouldn't be easy for his cold and wet fingers to loosen it. But Jack had a knife handy, and he set to cutting in. As kids gathered around to see what treasure had been found, Jack sawed faster until a slip of the knife sank the blade into the bundle. Blood welled out from inside. He figured that meant they'd found something good. All kinds of farm goods were transported from the Brooklyn side of the river. It might be a side of fresh pork. I'm going to see what's in there, he proclaimed, and dug harder into the ropes. As they fell aside, Jack peeled back the clean new oilcloth to reveal another layer, dirty and blackened burlap, tied with twine. Jack cut that away, too, and found yet another layer, this one of dry, coarse brown paper. Annoyed, he yanked it off. And then, for an interminable moment, the gathered boys stopped dead still. On the rocks before them was a human arm. Two arms, in fact. Two arms attached to a muscular chest. And nothing more. The police knew just who to blame. Medical students, they muttered as they examined the sawn-off torso. The riverside boys had dithered for half an hour over the grisly and headless find, deciding what to do, though Jack had hastily tossed his knife into the river, afraid of catching any blame. But there was no real cause for alarm. A patrolman arrived and dragged the parcel up onto the dry pier, followed by two detectives from the Union Market Station. In no great hurry, they eventually put in a call to the coroner's office to note that the med students were up to their usual pranks. The city had five schools that were allowed to use cadavers, and parts of them showed up in the unlikeliest places. You'd find legs in doorways, fingers in cigar boxes, that kind of nonsense. By the time the coroner bothered to pick up the parcel, it had been on the East 11th Street Pier for three hours, exposed to the curious stares of the entire neighborhood. Meanwhile, boys had eagerly taken to diving into the water, trying to find, as one observer put it, every floating object that might by any possibility be part of a human body. They gleefully dragged waterlogged casks, boxes, and smashed timbers onto the pier, but alas, nothing more. The morgue driver finally arrived. He wrapped the cloth back around their gruesome find, tossed the whole package aboard his wagon, and trundled it away with a signal to his horse. The city had yet to buy its first horseless carriages. It had been only two years since the first one had been seen in New York, and they remained such a rare sight that Manhattan still hadn't even recorded its first auto fatality. Every other kind of fatality, though, ended up where this one did, fifteen blocks north in Midtown, at the morgue's squat brick building on 26th Street. They all came here. Any skipping child struck by a dairy wagon, any organ grinder down by apoplexy in the middle of Central Park, any wino found expired in a bowery gutter, any sporting gentleman stabbed in a saloon. The Bellevue Morgue was the haunt of the dead and the deadlined. Newsmen were always around, because with about twenty unclaimed bodies a day thudding in, more during a good cold snap or a heat wave, you were always guaranteed some column inches for the late edition. Even before the latest heat wave, Bellevue had been especially rich in news. It's old moorkeeper.